Chesterfield schools are uh, have a new COVID mask. I mean, this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. We got to deal with this, and we'll do it this hour. I hope. Can't we even? Can we even unite over the national anthem? We can't even do that. And Bluefield College is president. He's a rock star, and you won't believe why. I mean, you're gonna love it. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio, as the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday. It's cold. Afternoon. It is cold out there. Got snow. It's going to be cold for a while. It will be. And we figured out why. It's winter. (laughs) Took a while, but we... We was like, what's going on here? We put our heads together, and lo and behold, it's winter. Unbelievable. Hey. What can I say? All right. We're up and running at LeeBrothers.com, Mojo50.com. Uh, both locations hold the Lee Brothers. We're glad for it. Uh, coming up in the uh, the second hour, you're just not – Mark Warner is the best. Uh, meat and fish. Meat and fish. Yeah, Mark Warner, meat and fish. Not to mention the Tudor Melt. We don't want to mention the Tudor Melt because it may make us nauseous and the show may have to break early. So we uh, we have him commenting on the impeachment, and we didn't want to comment on it. But once we heard Mark Warner, and once you hear Mark Warner, you're going to go, he's absurd. The whole thing's absurd. We'll share that with you at 5. And this COVID thing, it's out of control. I mean, it, it really is. Now, we have a, a petition to open up weddings. We'll talk about that coming up in the program. And uh, just in the insane world that we're dealing with when it comes to even the Richmond mayor who promises equity agenda. He, he went to the microphone this week and he goes, I promise an equity agenda. And do you think that means more freedom or less freedom? Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's it's a disaster, right? Right, Mark Warner? Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> you know, I figured out our issue. I, I did. I, I looked at this. Our, our country uh, is having problems, and it's because we can't even – we can't even unite about this thing flying behind me here in the studio, the red, white, and blue. I mean, it's serious. If you have a group of people in the country who want to hate the country and think it's bad and grew up to think that and are taught that every day, no wonder we've got a problem. It used to be that everyone stood for the national anthem. It used to be the Pledge of Allegiance meant something. It used to it be used we to could bring all say... tears to your eyes. Ex- the national anthem meant everything. Even as small kids, but uh, not so much anymore. It's it's shocking. That's the difference between us. That that's where we are today. That that you have a NBA owner of the Mavericks tell us that uh, there's people who came to him and said, you know, we really don't want to do the national anthem. We feel like it's some sort of some sort of problem. Here he is on ABC discussing it. There are quite a few people that voiced their their concerns or really their their fears that the national anthem. There's quite a few people who guess their concerns. Really? Who? I mean, what who? country? If you're in Mexico, maybe, and you're playing the national anthem, but you mean to tell me, and by the way, Cuban, 
You didn't tell these people to go pound sand. You actually said, oh, you don't like the national anthem? Well, then we won't play anymore. Who says that? Mark Cuban. Who complained? Right, exactly. How many of the three people that may have complained actually complained? Nobody nobody complained about playing the national anthem. If they did, don't sell them a ticket. And uh, by the way, have a backbone, Mark Cuban. You say, I I think this is the greatest, unless you don't think it's the greatest country. I get the sense that you really don't. Anyway, here he is again. Quite a few people that voiced their their concerns or really their their fears that the national anthem and did not fully represent them, that their voices were not being heard. Who thinks their this fears, way? Their fears? Were they trembling in their seats, sweating? Who thinks this way? I'm serious. Nobody, I mean, what nobody, happened to nobody. our country that you that when the national anthem was played, somebody out there said, I don't feel like that's talking to me. Maybe your parents didn't smack you in the back of the head and say, it's not about you. It's about the United States of America. Not everything's about you. And they're expressing their fears. Their fears. Really. Of the national anthem. See how far we've come? We can't even have this normal conversation. Clip goes on to ABC talking about it. Debate over the Star Spangled Banner is nothing new. Historian- it's nothing new? It's we've nothing been debating. Really? I'm 50 because- years old, and I don't ever remember debating the national anthem. Do you, Richard? No. But these are liberal <laughs> pukes, and they're going to... They probably went in a conference room, had a brief debate, and then went on air saying, It's nothing new. We remember <laughs> debating the national anthem. It was all of four minutes ago. <laughs> Who, again, it's a matter of debate for no one except these talking heads at ABC. Is this a way of the world going forward? I hope not. These crazy stations that have been out there for years. Right. Uh, is this how they're going to present themselves? We've been debating this for minutes now, and it's and it's horrid. i got to tell you something. This is why America has a problem. And, and quite honestly, I'm, this, is, this thought process by ABC and Mark Cuban represent 0.02%. And the reason it looks like it's more is because we have social media. Otherwise, these people will be relegated to basements in their underwear at their parents' house. Instead, they're running ABC. If they're drinking beer on Sunday, they're breaking the law, depending on where they're located geographically. Debate over the Star Spangled Banner is nothing new. Historians have argued that a third stanza, the one we don't sing, actually has racist lyrics in it. And also, guys, I have to remember the author, Francis Scott Key, was in fact a holder of enslaved. No, no way. Are you kidding me? Well, then we should never. By the way, I just found out the other day that the author of most of the New Testament by the name of Paul was a murderer. He killed people. He had people stoned. We shouldn't listen to a thing he writes about. This is absolutely insane. So you're telling me, Mr. ABC spokesman, that the national anthem is racist. It's not only racist. For all these years, I've sang it and loved the country. I didn't know now it's racist, and, and the evidence of being racist is Francis Scott Key was apparently a racist. Listen, we're not going to be able to unite. We're not going to join. We're going to have a massive problem in America if we can't at least say the national anthem is worthy of praise. Can we not do that? CBS was worse. CBS got together this week and said, it's really not even my favorite song. <laughs> Okay, what do you want to, 
What do you want to sing? A Led Zeppelin tune? It's, I mean, what do you want to sing? Maybe Thunderstruck. I don't know what they think the favorite song. Anyway, here, here's their comments. Yeah, I appreciate, though, Mark's efforts to try to raise the conversation and bring awareness to what... Awareness! I appreciate Mark Cuban not playing the national anthem at his team because he's brought awareness to what an idiot he is and how he hates America. But I appreciate him doing it. Insane. I liked the guy before all of this came out. And why don't these people just keep their political views and moronic ideas to themselves? They'd be a lot better off. Conversation and bring awareness to what many people believe is still an injustice in this country. And I think he was just trying to shed a light on that. Yeah, that's what he was doing. I missed that too. Oh, so he wants to get rid of the national anthem that unites us to tell us there's an injustice somewhere. The injustice somewhere. Where's the injustice? You know, more people died in bicycle accidents in 2020. They were killed by police officers. That's blacks, by the way. This is, there's, injustice is in the eye of the, there isn't an injustice. You live in the greatest country on the planet Earth with the most freedom. This is the best melting pot ever. And yet we have CBS telling us that, oh, we had to raise awareness by not singing the national anthem. That's not working, folks. It's dividing us even further. Yeah. Now it's become a polarizing thing. That's right. Well, because of you. It's a polarizing because of us, because we like to sing it. And when they take it away, we don't like it. Now it's polarizing. I mean, what polarizing happened? thing I have is a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> are they, are and they're old. They're polarized. I, I thought you got the cheap yeah. ones. Anyway, no, I got the polarized. roots tied to war and sacrifice. Yeah. So you can understand why some people have a visceral reaction yeah, to not being yeah. yeah. It's not my favorite yeah. song, to be honest. It never has been. But <laughs> well, that's because you're pathetic. It's not my favorite. And you song. suck at life. Unbelievable. If we can't unite over these simple principles then we, we're in a whole lot of hurt. It, it's, it's, uh, this is where we are today, that this has momentum. These people actually have some momentum in thinking, let's get rid of the national anthem. I, I don't know many people would walk around saying, national anthem is my favorite song. How about you? I mean, they're not going to do that because they've got other songs they listen to constantly the on the radio, but it's not the point. <laughs> it's not a song that's going to be someone's favorite song. <laughs> But it should move you every time you hear it. But would you ever say, Richard, it's not my favorite song? You wouldn't even say no, that because it's not a, that's that. not the point. Insane, these people at CBS. And, by the way, at the White House, which we'll share with you next. All right, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553, 3553-464-3553. LeeBrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. 
at PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. It's like perfect song for the this argument about the national anthem. You know, there's a lot of things that we, you know, we love radio. We've been doing it a long time here in Richmond, 17, 18 years. And the things we love to debate were like, you know, we all agreed America was great. We didn't have to debate that one. We debate taxes. We debate policy. You know, we debate things that, that we thought, you know, had disagreements. But now we find ourselves debating the national anthem. I mean, we find ourselves debating whether America is the greatest country on earth or not. I guess the Democrats and the left have just said, no, it sucks. I hate it. CBS, ABC, Mark Cuban. Yeah, they come up with their complaint on the song. It was never my favorite song anyway. (laughs) That's so stupid. It is so, so stupid. Now, Mark Cuban backpedaled from this on the anthem. He he's, he wanted to ban the national anthem being played before the the games at, at his uh, on his team. He said the Mavericks have not played the national anthem before any of their home games this entire season. When the NBA players put an increased focus on uh, the radicalism while playing the game, um, Cuban became one of their biggest supporters. So he became a you know anti-American hater too. Then NBA was announced. Here's what the NBA did. NBA said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. All teams will play the national anthem before the games. That's what NBA came out and said. Period. Or you forfeit the game. Yeah. How's that? So Mark Cuban came back and said, well, you know, we really weren't banning or canceling the song. We were just not playing it because it seemed (laughs) controversial. We were Uh, just not playing it because we were canceling it and banning it. (laughs) That's right. So, um... One of Fox News reporters was at the White House press conference the other day and decided to ask uh, the, um, what's this woman's name? Jen Paskey? Is that how you say her name? Pasaki? It's Pasaki, right? Close enough. Is, it, is the White House press secretary now? Uh, close and, enough. And so uh, Fox News reporter says, hey, what do you, uh, what's the president's view of this? Uh, this is unbelievable. You have to ask this question. At a White House press conference of the president of the United States, what's his view on the national anthem? This is how far we've come. Now, this is the this is the issue. We got to ask the president of the United States what's his position on the national anthem. Now, Pisaki Pisaki said, "Oh, he's patriotic. He loves the country, especially the troops." But then she ended with this. He'd also say uh, that, of course, that part of the of pride in our country means recognizing moments where we as a country haven't lived up to our highest ideals. Which Oh, that's the pride of our country. Part of being prideful of your country is recognizing that we have problems and black eyes. That's, that's really not what it's about. No flag wags, waves in the, in the wind because of our past sins. Nobody sings the national anthem because of our past sins. They actually sing all that and wave the flag because we've overcome them. So that's how she's unbelievable. And she's not even done. Please continue. Where we as a country haven't lived up to our highest ideals, which is uh, often uh, and at times what people are uh, speaking to um, uh, when they take action. Uh, uh, well, I uh, let me see how I can make when it. when did we not live up 
to these ideals? When, when have we not lived up to these ideals? Maybe the Democrats, you know, <laughs> going after Trump over and over and over. Yeah, they fell short of the ideals there, didn't they? I mean, I think I know what... He's the president of the United States. Yeah, I so think we know what they're, what they're talking about. The problem with focusing on something that was so long ago is we never get over it. America's not racist. We're not systematically racist. We've, we have 600,000 dead people in our country to fight against it. To, why can't we recognize how far we've come? Instead, you know, the White House has got to capitulate here and find a way to make everyone happy. Times what people are uh, speaking to um, uh, when they take action at sporting events. Uh, and it means respecting the right of people granted to them in the Constitution to peacefully protest. Wrong. Wrong. We don't have to respect, and Mark Cuban does not have to respect people dressed in his uniform protesting. That. That's not what freedom of speech means. It's cute. Good try, but you missed it badly. Do you think Mark Cuban thought that uh, all the other NBA teams would say, uh, it's not my favorite song either, so let's not play it in any game. <laughs> you know, what What if you own a team and it's coming in to play Mark Cuban's team, and he says, well, we're not going to play the national anthem, and the guy says, the hell you aren't, because we play it at every game. Either you play it or we're not showing up. Right. We'll move on. Well, coming up well, in the program. You sure? He, I'm sure you would say, well, okay. Right. I thought it wasn't your favorite song, but that's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Phone lines are open, 804-464-3553, 464-3553. The White House embarrassed itself with this. That's why he ran for president oh, in the first place, um, and uh, that's what he's focused on doing every day. Uh-huh. Sure. you imagine where we are as a country that the national anthem has become such a difficulty? Unbelievable. I mean, they should of, play it every day on these loudspeakers that are 40 feet high outside the Capitol and the White House and just let it blast through Washington. You know, you and I have talked about this. Uh, we've talked about this a lot. I mean, everybody who is in pol- the political realm has problems with our country. You and I, pro-life, love the fact that we're pro-life, stand firmly on it, yet we- our country allows us to kill children in the womb. Now, do we say, that's it? I'm going to protest everywhere I go, burn the flag, not singing the national anthem? No. Because the flag doesn't wave for abortion, right? right. It doesn't wave exactly. for the sins that we have. It waves for freedom and liberty. And really, quite frankly, when you look at the scale, America is the greatest place on earth. So we're patriotic even when things aren't perfect. Why is it that we have people in our country who aren't? What happened? Where did we fail along the line that we tell a 17-year-old kid or a a 25-year-old NBA basketball player, you have it rotten. You shouldn't stand for the national anthem. You're making millions of dollars in America playing basketball. What happened? Where did we fail our kids? What happened to our country where CBS and ABC and the White House somehow feel obligated to say, America sucks. I can understand how you don't want to sing the national anthem. What happened? That, that anthem's not our favorite song. None of us. That's so stupid. What a dumb statement. It really is. All right, your phone lines are open, 804-464-3555, 464-3555, mojo50.com, the Lee Brothers.com. 
happily promoting the four F's freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Patriot Energy. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30-40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Virginia citizens and American patriots, but aren't we all? Or did we used to be? You know, Richard and I came up with this Virginia citizens and American patriots, you know, a long time ago when we were practically kids. We growing up in Virginia, the greatness of Virginia, the founding of religious liberty and freedom, George Mason, Patrick Henry, Madison, Washington, Virginia citizens. And then we said, man, we're also in America. The greatest place ever. And now we have to debate Virginia citizens and American patriots. Wait a minute, you Lee brothers. Don't you know how bad America is? It's just outrageous. I mean, the thing that put us on the air in 2001, or in 2002, was 2001. The events of September 11th. That got us fired up about the greatness of America and how to defend its liberty and its freedom. But now we're fighting our own countrymen. Listen, if you can't admit that the national anthem is a uniting principle, no wonder everything else is bat insane. And if you don't love this country, truly love this country and everything it stands for, where else would you go to live with the freedoms you have here? And you where, can, you what can other go. country would you go? You can go, by the way, too. Absolutely. If it's insane that we can't even rally around the national anthem it's probably not anymore insane that we are now telling midwives and hospitals to no longer use words like breastfeeding and breast milk because of trans. You have to call it human milk or chest milk. (laughs) 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 Now, the reason we're laughing is because... (laughs) That's horrible. That should be... It should be a parody, right? It should be a parody because the fact that it's not, it's just... (laughs) <laughs> Here's the rationale. The hospital in it's England. Stupid. Gender identity can be a source of oppression and health inequality. But really. But men don't breastfeed. It why does it ma- that's exactly what it is. I, we would rather lie to ourselves to make people feel good. We are constantly using words, women and people together to make it clear and we're committed to working on addressing health inequalities for those who use our services. Sounds like they've been talking to the mayor of Richmond. We'll be talking up. He's got an equity agenda. Is this part of it? 
We'll discuss that at five and try to give you details on that and make you puke and your head blow off your body. Also, coming up, you know, we always want someone to stand and say, this not respecting America and the national anthem is garbage. We found someone who did. And guess where they're from? Virginia. They're from a college in Virginia who said, I've had it. And the president said, you will stand for the national anthem or you won't play for this school. You're suspended. We want to congratulate this gentleman. <laughs> uh, we want to shake his hand and get to know him because he's you, a genuine American patriot. If you don't know who it is and want more details, stay tuned. We'll cover that in just a second. And coming up, the coronavirus in, in Cheshville County Schools. I mean, you got to wear a mask, but no, no, no. you got to wear more than a mask. We've got, they've got different ideas. Remember how deadly COVID is to kids? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Don't don't confuse it with facts and data. This must be stopped. I think they should wear these hazmat suits. Right. With a big helmet. Looks like something off Star Trek. It's not too far from that. Those details coming up in your phone calls. 804-464-3553. 464-3553. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Check us out at Mojo50. Mojo Five O. There we have our shows uh, played for you on amazing radio station Mojo Five O dot com. Mojo Five O dot com. Phone calls next. Eight zero four four six four thirty five fifty five four six four thirty five fifty three. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in seventeen seventy six. Mojo Five O. Seven, six, six, five, four, three, two, one, one, zero, 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 Outside the Capitol of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. So here we find ourselves sitting in a very unique position, defending our country, defending the national anthem. By the way, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553. 464-3553 if you want to chime in here and participate in the program at at, uh, at uh, any level you perceive, certainly at patriots at theleebrothers.com or mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Coming up in the show, we've got Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League to talk about Winchester, Virginia's new gun ban. That'll be fun because who needs a – actually, the exact quote from the Winchester City was, do you need a gun everywhere you go? Wait till you, <laughs> it's just outrageous. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'd like to protect myself everywhere I go. Maybe you don't. I mean. <laughs> the shower, I would say, yeah, but would, other you know, than that. Yeah, but it's outside the shower. Yeah, I need one everywhere I go. That's just right outside the shower. I remember one time I, someone was telling me, what good is one gun when you could be in a room where you don't have one? So they have a gun in every room because you never know what room you're going to be in when you Yeah, I can relate. Yeah, I understand that. So here we, here we are defending the national anthem, but 
we always felt like we're alone. Where, where's the rest of the people defending the national anthem? Working. But when a college campus and a college kid decides to say, that's it, I'm not going to stand for the national anthem in my basketball game because I'm, I've figured out the world. I'm 23, and I, my parents told me it sucks, and I, I just learned since I'm playing basketball at a university that it does suck in America. And I've been discriminated against somewhere along the line, and, I'm not, and it's all because of America. It's not the individual's fault that discriminated against me. It's because America sucks, Lee Brothers. Well, move on, pal. So here's what happened. Bluefield College has had some kids on their basketball team kneel during the national anthem. And Bluefield College president sent a note to the coach. He said, quote, I share with Coach Morgan the kneeling during the anthem will not be allowed going forward. And I instructed him to share that with his team. Wow. You mean there's a basketball coach and there's a president of a college somewhere in America that thinks their kids ought to stand up for the national anthem? And will stand their ground. That's kind of a unique to position. Say, stand or don't play. Leave the team. You imagine that? That's awesome. He went on to say, now listen to this. This is why the Bluefield College president is a Lee Brothers new hero. He says, he told Coach Morgan, I didn't know that any time a student athlete puts on a jersey that says Bluefield College on it, the message is no longer just the student athlete's message, but that it becomes the actual message of Bluefield College. Wow. Would you expect some politicians to step in and say, you know, uh, this, this is not fair. This is just not fair to the player or the team. So they get to kneel. I, do I expect someone to come in and... and Don't you and, expect some politicians yes. oh, to step forward no and doubt. say... Some leftist they get puke. To kneel. You bet. No doubt about it. It's, it's what This is our rule, not yours. We rule the colleges. But the president doesn't step down. He says, when you put on a uniform of Bluefield College, you don't represent you only. You represent True. Bluefield College. You represent, represent the college. The, he, the president goes on to say this. Pointing to the already fractured and divided nature of our country, I did not want Bluefield College contributing to the further divide. And I'm, it's so I true. I admire him so much for that. It's unbelievable that he would say this and do this. And by the way, I want you to take this and think about it. If you went into your employer on Monday morning and you said, I'm going to wear this shirt that says Black Lives Matter or I'm going to... Well, uh, stop working halfway through my day and America kneel. sucks. America sucks. Whatever it might be. Do you think your employer is going to go, oh yeah, you just do that with our customers and whatever you want? No. He's going to say, no, you're not. You wear this uniform at work. You address our customers this way. If you don't, you can leave. Why is that any different than the NBA with their players or this Bluefield College president? It's not. It's the exact same. No different. Bluefield College president is dead on the money here. You want to hear what else he said? This is why he is our new hero. By the way, his name, in case you're wondering, David Olive. David Olive is the Bluefield College president from Bluefield, Virginia, who has taken a stand here. This is his response to the kneeling of athletes. By the way, in case I think we left this out of the beginning of the story, is the kids did not stop kneeling. They continued to kneel. And in doing so, he suspended them. 
he took it even further. Not only did he suspend them, but he didn't have enough people to play for his next game, so he forfeited the next game. This is the stance that the president of Bluefield College took. Did the kids come back to play, or did he have to get new players? They're, they're going to stand next time for the national anthem. Listen to what he said. He was challenged. The college president was challenged for the idea to stand up for the national anthem. Here's what he said. I've been asked by the basketball team, as well as other students, about their First Amendment rights of free speech. As I shared with the team and these other students, you give up some of those rights when you step foot on this campus. We are a private entity, not a government one. We have policies and guidelines throughout the student handbook and the academic catalog that limits certain rights you otherwise would have elsewhere. <laughs> you know, some things are so commonsensical that they shouldn't even have to be... A- a- it, but that is dead on the money. And you and I have been saying this since the beginning of this silliness with uh, what's-her-name, the soccer player from the USA that refused to stand up and do the thing at, at the World Cup. She had such a clean mouth. It was unbelievable. <laughs> We learned new words listening to her speak. She said, when, when he said, when someone puts on a uniform or is performing a function on behalf of Blue College, the person's not representing Blue College. Heightened by expectations are now placed on the individual as to what he or she can and cannot do or say as a representative of the college. He also went on to say as a president of the college that he's concerned that the alumni would have a problem with it. And by the way, the alumni do have a problem with it. 99% of America has a problem with kneeling during the national anthem. The president will stand firm. Oh, he'll be persecuted. Don't you worry. The left hate the most tolerant people on the left will come and say, you you can have that point of view. You're no, fired, but you can have Yeah, you can have a job, and we'll ransack your house and call you every <laughs> name in the world, but you can have that point of view. We'll able to tackle you in the front yard and pound you about your head and shoulders. He went on to say this, which I thought was interesting. I close by making the same offer that I share with my basketball team. I will kneel with you anywhere, at any time, as an expression of my solidarity with you to bring about racial justice and equality, except during the national anthem. I am with you. The college leadership is with you. With God's help and this endless mercy and grace, he will make a positive impact on raising awareness of racial injustices that bring about change. What a breath of fresh air. I mean, how long have we been looking for a president of a university to say, not here? David Olive, what a great American. By the way, Truly um, a great American. That didn't stop everyone. One of the football players there stood up and put on Twitter, Today, I stood up for what I believe in, and I peacefully protest social injustice during my football practice. Colored inequality has, has occurred on my college campus and with our, within my community against student-athletes recently, and that's wrong. Well, then why not address it there? So you think if you've undergone some kind of mistreatment that America sucks and I'm not standing for the national anthem. By the way, isn't this Black History Month? America has made amazing strides and amazing things have happened in America for all people. But if you want to hang on to a past that was wrong and evil. And not a single person that's alive today had anything to do with. But if you want to hang on to that and make your heart dark and black and angry, it will haunt you forever. 
If you look in the mirror every day and you say America sucks and it mistreats me, you'll have a long, miserable life. Be very, very difficult. All right, coming up, COVID-19. What a disaster this thing is with weddings and now kids in Chesterfield County schools have to wear, well, you won't believe it. We'll share it with you next. And your phone calls, 804-464-3553, 464-3553, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Bring your tired and bring your shame, bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know? Lee Brothers outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You know, I uh, I grow weary, and and I I try so hard just to wear the mask. Scott Lee, just wear the mask. Come on, everyone's in on it. It doesn't work, folks. It's it's a ruse. You're being lied to, and we know this to be the fact. We know this to be true. Why do we know this? Because the outbreaks happen where there's almost a hundred percent compliance with masks, and we're told mask, 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 mask. Yeah, I went by a store uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, and I saw you in there with no mask. I so didn't, I I didn't by, say I was complying. I just said. I, I stopped by that store later with no mask. I lost my mask. I don't know what happened to it. I constantly drop masks. That's another thing. It's disgusting. People are putting these things in their, you know, on the floor. They're hanging them from rearview mirrors. We've, we've lost our mind. I don't pick them up when I drop them. Good for you. I don't even touch them because it could be COVID germs cruising around the floor looking for a mask. <laughs> so Reagan, my daughter, works at Panera Bread, and she said she was in, the, in, the, uh, in there working. And a lady runs up to her. And she points at somebody who's not wearing a mask. And she says to my daughter, you allow people in here without masks? And Reagan and my daughter looked at the woman and, I go, and she goes, well, I guess it's their free choice to do so or not. Well, I need to speak to a manager. So they run over to the manager and they berate the manager about someone that's not wearing a mask. Now, if you're this type of person, don't go outside. Don't ruin it for everyone 
on the planet. If you're scared to death that someone doesn't have a mask on because in your little warped mind, you think somehow you're going to catch the virus, then don't go outside if you're scared to death. I'm sorry, but there's America must move on. And never in the history of the planet Earth and humanity have we ever quarantined healthy people. We've never done it. The smallpox killed almost a third of Americans in the Revolutionary War. We didn't say, that's it, it's over. Everyone go home and stay there until this thing's done. We've never done this. And yet somehow now, we've embraced it entirely to say, oh, you're healthy? Then you can't go to a bar. Oh, you're healthy? You can't have a wedding. Ralph Northam says, you can't have 10 people at a wedding. You ever wonder whose idea the mask was? It had to be one person that started the mask idea. You think it was Fauci? I wonder if he has stock in the mask companies. You ever see these people with these plastic shields? They look like they could be welding something, and then underneath it, all these cloth masks. That is the new uniform. Thank you, Richard, for the lead-in. That is the new uniform for Chesterfield County Schools. We'll go back live in person in Chesterfield County. If you go to Chesterfield County Schools, you get to wear a plastic shield and a face mask because... COVID does nothing to you. It's a 99.99% that you will be harmed by COVID. You need a plastic. We have lied to these people. We've lost our freaking minds. Well, please, an adult somewhere, step up and stop this insanity. They better do some training because if a kid's got to sneeze, he's going to reach under the plastic, pull down the cloth, and then clean his nose out all over the inside of his plastic shield to the point where, you know, kids are not going to clean that out. Take it home. Mom, will you clean this? This is unbelievable. It's just not unbelievable what we're doing. So, so kids who have zero risk, whose teachers say, I can't go back in the classroom. Scared out of my mind. I might, it's dangerous in there. Well, thank God, Mrs. Mr. Teacher, that every worker at Walmart doesn't have your mentality. Or every flight attendant on every airline doesn't have your mentality of being scared to be back at work. You're going to a classroom where kids don't even share this thing, and they're unharmed by it. It's not even an issue, and you're freaking out about it? Have you seen my shark's teeth mask? No. You don't. You see- hold it in your mouth right. You can make it talk. <laughs> and I walked <laughs> oh, in the store, gosh. a little kid in a basket, he doesn't have a mask on because it apparently doesn't affect little bitty kids. And he was riding along. He turned around, looked at me, and I waved hi. And I mouthed the mask. I go, hi. And I thought he was going to scream bloody. Oh, he didn't like it. Oh, no. (laughs) He didn't like a shark walking by saying hello. So I had to turn my my head away and scoot on along. I was like, what's wrong, honey? What's wrong? He's pointing at me the whole time. That's, That's real comfortable. It's a freak show over there. That's real comfortable. So here we find ourselves with the COVID Nazis running around saying, you can't come into Panera Bread without a mask. You can't go to school without a mask and a shield. CDC just announced today, strong evidence in-person schooling can be done safely. The only thing you really can't We've known do with this a since mask the beginning. is sit down and eat lunch. You have to take it off. You walk in a restaurant, all these people are seated with no mask. Here, here, here's to me. This is the, the worst part of this whole thing. It's not, it's not the mask. The mask isn't the worst part. The mask is that the government officials actually think that they should keep you away from things. That without some regulation and law, 
you might go to a sporting game. You might go to a restaurant and How eat food. You. And thank God Ralph Northam's there because you know what? Without Ralph Northam, we might have 12 people in a room instead of 10, and we're just dumb serfs and peasants. We don't know. We don't know there's a virus. We're dumb and ignorant. Thank God Ralph Northam is here to stop weddings from happening because weddings are complete strangers. They flood in from the streets. They drink like crazy. They lick each other, and COVID is spread. <laughs> what a lie. And right now there's a petition at change.org for Virginia. One of the one of the uh, Kelsey Lipper Lip Lipper is the manager of a historic post office in downtown Hampton. She's dying. She got a petition saying, "Please, just let us have a wedding." She says we have clients that have postponed their wedding three times. This is unnecessary. We don't quarantine healthy people, America. Ralph Northam says, "Oh, I can't allow this." Because, see, you're dumb. You're stupid. You don't know how to keep yourself safe or clean or anything. If I let you have a wedding, ah, that's just, that's so real. I can't let you have a wedding, Scott. Richard, no weddings for you. And no weddings for you, Kelsey and Leper. I think if they had it on the list of things to do at a wedding and they have down, lick one another, like you said <laughs> earlier. Um, one, they might want to restrict it a bit. And two, I've never been invited to one of those weddings, but... You, you might can go. send the invitation to leave others back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There is no way they have a right to limit a wedding. They don't have the right to say restaurants can't open. If a restaurant wants to open and you're not comfortable, don't freaking go. America can make decisions without Ralph Northern. Virginia, we can have weddings. It's a 20,000-square-foot venue this woman represents. You're telling me she can only have 10 people there? What How dare the, you? What about the gyms? I mean, there's a gym over by the house that uh, you can't get in the parking lot. Good. Good. God bless them. They have a right to do so. You can't quarantine healthy people, and yet that's exactly they do with their, with their chest puffed out. And with a smile on their face, Ralph Northam says, you poor serf and pe- peasant. If I let you, you might do it so... I know better than you, Richard. You can't go to a bar and a restaurant. I'm sorry. And we're supposed to go, thank God someone's there to make a law because I would go if he didn't. That was kicked out of most bars long before this ever happened. (laughs) All right, your phone call is next, 804-464-3553, 464-3553, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four- to five-minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. 
The Lee brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee brothers. All right, so coming up, the, the second hour is going to blow your mind. I mean, it, I don't know if we can get it all in. Quite frankly, it's one of these. We need to go back to three hours, Richard, when we did. I agree. I mean, that, those days we, you know, we had a little bit more room to cramp things in there. But I mean, coming up, we got Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizen Defense League, who we're huge fans of, and uh, the Richmond Mayor promises an equity agenda, and then we got. Mark Warner. I mean, this guy. Uh, meat and fish. Yeah, meat and fish, Mark Warner, who who talked about Trump's impeachment. And it is laughable how this guy thinks. And I, I can't I can't let it go by. I didn't want to talk about Trump and the uh, and the uh, impeachment. I mean, I didn't want to. But after you hear Mark Warner, you just really can't help it. This, this is an island <laughs> surrounded by water. water, big water, ocean water. He should have been impeached for that. <laughs> All right, bicycles get new permits. Uh, allow the operators in Virginia to treat a stop sign as a yield sign. So if you're on a bike, you don't have to stop. You roll right through it. It's called a yield. There's actually a bill put out. It introduced. It's passed the committee. It's passed the House, and it's sitting in the Senate. So, so a permit stop sign is a yield sign for to, a bicycle. For a bicycle. The bill requires okay. the driver of a motor vehicle to change lanes when overtaking a bicycle or certain other vehicles when the lane of traffic is, is wide enough to do so. I think people do that anyway. Don't you, aren't you glad we have another bill? I would bill? hope so. <laughs> Wouldn't you be glad there's a bill now to make? See, this is what I'm saying. Well, you don't need a bill for everything. You don't need a law for everything that's common sense that people should do. You know, you don't need a law against driving while on a cell phone because people already know that. We're not stupid. We don't need a law telling us we can't go to a bar if there's a sickness and we don't want to go. We don't have to. But you shouldn't tell us we can't. It's a big fine on, a, on the cell phone bill. It's nasty. By the way, the uh, stop sign is a yield sign. I think that ought to be case for everybody. I mean, cars, you come to a stop sign. By the way, there should never be a four-way stop. Four-way stops are stupid. Why have a four-way stop? They're I only like a, a four-way stop. Well, that's ridiculous. Why stop everyone? Stop. Why? You don't need to. You know how many fewer accidents they have on a four-way oh, stop? Oh, that's not true a at lot all. Of, a you lot and of fewer your accidents, accidents. That's not. Well, did you, you know how many fewer accidents that we accidents? don't drive? I don't have accidents. Rolling stops are fine. Yield. So it's four, okay for bicycles. Four-way rolling stop. No, because there's no such thing as four-way I want in my you to world. go through all of them, and I'll even ride with you. There's no such thing as four-way <laughs> stops in my mind. Oh, should well, never exist. It's in your mind. All right, the Lee Nobody Brothers. Nobody else's, but yours. <laughs> That's all, man. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Your phone calls are next, and the Mark Warner clip did a blow your mind all dead ahead. 804-464-3553. 464 53. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. So, uh, Winchester, Virginia has a new gun ban. Uh, we can't wait to tell you about it. Phil Van Cleve is going to help us this hour coming up. 
The Richmond mayor, he promises a equity agenda. What happened to politics? An equity agenda? What does it even mean? We'll try to figure it out this hour. And tired. I'm tried. I tried. We tried. We tried to avoid the impeachment farce until Mark Warner spoke about it. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. It's a beautiful winter-type day out there, and we have a, a lot to talk about this hour. 804-464-3553. We'd love to talk to you about it. So give us a call. Phone lines are open. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Coming up in the program, Philip Van Cleve will join us uh, here at, at 535 or at the bottom of the half hour. Philip Van Cleve's going to be with us. Don't want to miss that. All right, so this impeachment farce is, uh, you know, we never, ever, we've never done this, really. We've never said, hey, it's your fault that that guy did. We always blame the guy that did it. Now, can you work people up into a state of frenzy and, 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 and craziness? You bet, but we never arrested that guy. You know, we always said, hey, you're responsible for your own actions, and now we actually think, that Trump is responsible for. Now, Trump said stupid things, has done stupid things. I didn't like when I saw on, on February on January 6th, it was a travesty, ridiculous. I can't believe they got that far. Um, I think there's some other things that work here. By the way, at theleebrothers.com, you'll see what Tucker Carlson said about it. Great clip there. And a little COVID fun for those who are curious at theleebrothers.com. Two great videos there. One is Tucker explaining this narrative that's built up around January 6th. He actually does it quite well. But Mark Warner, Mark Warner is a very leftist guy. And I want to remind you of a couple things Mark Warner has said in the past, one of which, uh, dealing with health care, he said this. The private market, it just doesn't work. No, the private market doesn't work. Capitalism doesn't. Free market systems don't work. But I'm he a used senator. to be part of that yeah. system. Oh, exactly. He made millions because right. of it. He made millions because of it. That's the only reason yeah. he became governor of Virginia and then senators because of the free market system. But now he says that Mark Warner said this. It doesn't make any sense, but the private market, it just doesn't work. Okay. Just remember it doesn't work, but here's a Senator who's going to make it work. He's one of a hundred people up there going to say, don't trust that free market. I'll fix this. When has that ever worked? Most people just go, Oh, well, thank goodness. The government's here. no, Remember Ronald Reagan said the scariest words in the English language are, I'm with the government, I'm here to help? That's Mark Warner showing up to help. Well, now it's tuna melt, and let me show you how to make it. Here's Mark Warner again, just to give you a little rundown of who this guy is before we play these ridiculous impeachment clips. Mark Warner said this about capitalism. Uh, I think we got to realize that the economy that we grew up in isn't going to take place in 2000. 17, 18, 19. Right. You know, I, I was blessed to do really well uh, in business. Uh, I believe in the free enterprise system. But I don't believe modern American capitalism is working <laughs> for enough people. And we need to that? shake things up. I don't believe modern American capitalism works. But I don't believe modern American capitalism is working for enough people. Wow. Thank goodness he's there to fix that. Because, see, Adam Smith was wrong. All these ideas of free markets, economy, trade, um, supply and demand... It just doesn't work for enough people. Thank God Mark Warner's there. He's going to fix this for you, don't you see? And then finally, another ridiculous comment came around tax cuts. This is when George Bush cut taxes, and Mark Warner found the nearest microphone and said, 
that money's got to come back to the government. Not you. Remember, this clip isn't about you getting your money back. This clip is about him and the federal government getting their money back. Listen to this. We got a return. We didn't have to return half of that. We just got to return somewhere between one point two trillion and two and two trillion dollars. You heard that just right? Trillion. It's just one point two and was it two or three trillion? Not that it matters. Return it to who, Mark Warner? Oh, return it to the government. Oh, I see. That is the most outrageous statement. Listen to it again. We got a return. We didn't have to return half of that. We just got to return somewhere between one point two trillion and two and two trillion dollars. You can keep the rest of it, but we want two trillion back. You can keep your petty little money, but we want this back. Who thinks that way? How would they have anything to spend if they don't get this money back? And they're going to get it back from you. That's unconscionable. Someone would say that, but he did. That's you speak truth to power. Oh, I'm sorry. He was speaking truth <laughs> to power. I didn't truth realize. Truth to that. power. Truth to power. He says. I'm going to start answering my phone. <laughs> Truth to power. This is Richard Lee. How can I help you? So the impeachment wrapped up. Mark Warner found his way over to the MSNBC where he's got friends. He's got these big stupid glasses on. He's looking at, at uh, what's that guy's name, that former congressman um, on MSNBC, Morning Joe. Joe, Scar- what's his name? Scarborough. Scarborough. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's what um, Mark Warner said about the impeachment case. Uh, I don't know how anyone can call themselves a defender of law and order when you say this mob, uh, it's okay for this mob to rampage and pillage. Who did? Did anyone say it was okay? I remember screaming at the TV going, what are these people doing? Stop them. Somebody shoot them. Somebody Who was did- supporting them? <laughs> exactly. Who are you arguing with, Mark Warner? How can anyone say it was fine? No one is. But I guess if you keep saying that over and over again, eventually you'll say, yeah, those right-wingers thought it was great. No. Trump didn't think it was great. He was probably shocked more than anyone. Nobody thought it was great, Mark Warner. Who are you arguing with? Nobody wanted this to happen. No one said, go march on there. And by the way, if these people really meant to do that, they showed up with the wrong things. They didn't have any weapons. They didn't have, like, you would think if they were really going to go march on Washington, overthrow it, and put Trump back in charge, they would have came better prepared. Anyway, here's here's Mark Warner again uh, about the impeachment. People have given their lives to defend that democracy so many times. Obviously, the men and women on Flight 93, a classic example. And for people... So now we're comparing this to September 11th? Oh, yeah, we've already done that multiple times, but that's what Mark Warner's doing here. He's like, look, September 11th. I mean, think how bad that was. This is the same level of that, Scott and Richard. Flight 93. A classic example. And for people to be dismissive, is an insult to who's dismissive i can't deal with this guy he's he he is uh, he's unbelievable i wish someone would have said excuse me who's just i want to name someone who's dismissive of what happened then because see every single person conservative or not rebuked what happened on january 6th yet the riots of all summer mark warner i don't remember you saying a word and the majority of people that were up there on january 6th it was like Going to a theme park. I have a dear friend that was up there, and he said it was just like going to a theme park. It was like, where are the hot dogs, <laughs> cotton candy, and peanut? The, yeah, a lot of people know where are on, these right. people? Because they were just walking through, looking around. That was the majority. The majority were were there. 
So, so Mark Warner paints this picture as if he's the only pure as a wind-driven snow guy to think this is bad things and no one else does. Who and what we represented as America. And uh, I don't know, you know. There may be somebody made the comment yesterday. It may be good short-term politics for the next few weeks or even for the next two years uh, for some of these folks to avoid the truth or avoid the responsibility. But I don't know how people will live with themselves five years, 10 years. How would, what would they tell their kids or grandkids where they stood when the question of accountability of January 6th took place? I would hope they would tell them I was there and they're full of crap (laughs) because it was, it was nothing like the Democrats are painting the picture to be. And I'm going to tell you when my grandkids come around, they're not going to say, January 6, 2021, Dad, what happened? They're going to say, what happened on September 11, 2001? Tell me yeah. about D-Day. Tell me about December 7th. Because none of those rank next to January 6. However, if they do ask me, I will say, yeah, a bunch of dirtbags did something incredibly stupid and should be arrested and never even made it that far. Mark Warner, what are you talking about? Who was the ones going, oh, that's great what they did? What is wrong with this man? something serious. I mean, what is wrong with, with your fish and meat? Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> he might have got some bad tuna. I don't know. All right, here he is again uh, about the impeachment. The idea that Donald Trump had so little disdain for any of us that he was willing to have these folks go after and threaten the life of his vice president, Mike Pence, that in and of itself... What is he it's such a damning mm-hmm. comment. Uh, and and people, those who are defending that, those who are defending. Who's defending it? Know, how will they ever look in Mike Pence in the, in, in the face? Because no one's defending it. That's how. It didn't no one's happen. defending that. He didn't threaten the life of his vice president <laughs> for crying out loud. What is wrong with you, Mark? <laughs> That's the problem with this whole incredible, stupid farce impeachment. Nobody's defending something that didn't happen other than you guys bringing it up. You know, that they say that Trump stoked the lie that made people do this for months. It was stolen. I was elected. So they said he lied. Therefore, people did things in the name of a lie. He should be impeached. Here's a lie for you. Who can tell us how Brian Sicknick, the, uh, the congressional police officer, died? The press tells us he was beaten to death by the mob. I don't believe that for a second. By the way, he wasn't. It turns out that he texted his brother later and said, I'm back in the office, everything's fine. He didn't. So who's lying to who in streaking fears? Who's responsible now? The media? If something were to happen now and there was some kind of riot, would the media be responsible? You see, this whole thing is ridiculous. Did Trump say things that he shouldn't have? Yes, but he also said peacefully, and that's always left out. All right, coming up, let's get to the Richmond mayor, shall we? This guy's got an equity agenda. I don't get it. Maybe you can help the Lee brothers. That is next. And your phone calls, 804-464-3553. 464-3553.leebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Live free, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. 
Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Live free. Great song, by the way. Feels better about America. This is called My Story by... Who's the guy that sings this? Dang it. I think we owe him an answer. The Lee Brothers outside the Capitol of the Commonwealth. Thanks for joining us. Phone lines are open. 464-3553. So the mayor, Stoney... LeVar Stoney approached the microphone this week. He's got an equitable, he promises an equitable pandemic recovery. And aren't you glad there's politicians that can direct an economy and make a pandemic recovery equitable? You should be very fearful of a government official who says he's going to make things fair. Because, see, by definition, free markets and free people aren't necessarily fair, but they tend to be just in the sense of how they work. The harder you work, the better things can be for you. If you go in order of how things should work, in other words, you graduate from high school, you get married, you have children and a job, you go in that order, the chance of you living in poverty in the United States of America is practically zero. If you screw up that order, that's not my fault. It's not the fault of anyone else. That's your fault. Yet we have an equity now mayor in Richmond, who's going to fix everything. Here's how he starts out. I I want you to help the Lee brothers understand what he means with this. In some way, shape, or form, each item of the equity agenda will help us realize true economic justice throughout our economic recovery. What? Economic justice through economic... What does that even mean? What What if Mark Warner wrote that for him? (laughs) That's what it sounds. Fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know how people say these things and just get away with it. Since when does a politician's job to make things fair? His job is equality under the law, isn't it? I mean, not, 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 that's, that's exactly what it means. Not equitable, not, not equal in things. But equal under the law. I mean, it's up to our job to make things equitable by how we work. Right. What, how we present ourselves, what we do for our employers. He went further. He said this. Make no mistake. The pandemic. Oh, I'm sorry. I was making a mistake. Make, I like how he starts. <laughs> make, make no mistake. Make no mistake. 
Thank you. No, no mistake, mistake, Lee, brother. <laughs> Make no mistake. The pandemic widened the gap between the haves and the have-nots in the city. And why? wonder why. Because you shut down their places to work. You did. The government shuts down places to work, and then it says the pandemic widened the gap. Well, you know who got wealthy during the pandemic? Jeff Bezos made more money than he's ever made ever in his career in 2020 because you shut down his competitors, and you forced people to do it online. Don't, don't lecture us, mayor of Richmond, about inequality and how the gap is bigger because of the coronavirus when you caused it. You, you shut down people's ability to work. No wonder there's equity gap. But here's how his, what's his answer to this? Widen the gap between the haves and the have-nots in the city. We have a responsibility to fix that. Wow. I feel better. Thank God there's, a, there's someone that's going to fix that. Now, I wonder how that's going to manifest itself. How's the Richmond mayor going to fix that equity gap or that wage gap? I don't know, but I'm, I'm glad to be one of his, you know, serfs and peasants. He's going to fix the gap. He's going to fix it. He's going to go in there. He's going to make sure someone who has a lot doesn't have it anymore. And then he's going to take it. He's going to put it in the government coffers, and we're going to spend it like crazy, and he's going to give this pittance back to some little serf and peasant who thinks he's there for them. Oh, I thought he was going to, like, go in and give us all money. Say, are you a half? Well, yeah, I'm a half. Well, you don't get anything. I'm a have-not. Thank you very much. He's going to have equity will be the center of this administration's recovery plan, says the mayor of Richmond. He's got he's working on an equitable economic development scorecard, which will provide a standardized list of expectations for future development deals in the city. You know what that means? He's going to work with Payola to get future buildings built and such. That's the way I took it. I don't even know what it means. So how did you take it? I took it as he's going to uh, make sure that uh, equity is spread out through uh, some way he picks winners and losers of that such. I don't know. By the way, he didn't stop there. You know what else he promised? Here's what else he promised. To show that in 2021, a living wage is non-negotiable. It's a core element of economic justice. Mm. A core so, element. A living wage. Hmm. So let me get this straight. The mayor is going to go to every employer and say, you know what? I'm the government. I'm here to help. And you're going to pay this person more. That's brilliant. That's America, isn't it? Isn't that freedom? The employee and the employer can't make that decision. The employee can't negotiate with an employer and work at his own free will. He needs the mayor of Richmond to come along and say, wait a second, that's non-negotiable. It's a core element. Core element. Of economic justice. Of economic justice. You're going to pay people. Well, um, excuse me, Mayor, this guy's a, a, a slacker. He hasn't shown up to work. I don't care. You're going to pay him anyway. What, what if you have a lot of people out of work? Are you going to walk in there with a line behind you and say, you're going to pay them uh, a living wage, and this guy and the one behind him now work for you? Can we? You have a help wanted sign up out front. Well, why couldn't they walk in under their own power <laughs> and find out what the job is, right? And find out what the pay is, and see if this is something they really want to do. No, can't do that. Oh no, 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 no. The mayor is here to help. Can we dispense with the lunacy that is the minimum wage? Why is this even debatable? 
The government is not in the business of setting wages ever and shouldn't be. Yet think how great a politician like Mayor LeVar Stoney gets to stand up in front of people and say, I'm going to make sure you get paid more. That should be illegal. That kind of pandering to people is wrong. You don't say that to people. You let the employer and the employee negotiate a wage. How dare you get in the middle of it? What makes you think you have the right to get in the middle of that? And by the way, in your world, what's a living wage? Okay, Mayor, I suggest right now that you get paid $15 an hour. You wouldn't like that. So how is it fair that you get to make more than $15 an hour? Shouldn't it be higher than $15 an hour? Mayor of Richmond, if you had any guts and courage, make it $55 an hour. Why not? Why not $75 an hour? I mean, you can't live on $15 an hour. What kind of hateful politician are you? You should be ashamed of yourself. It's disgusting. What's disgusting is we have pandering politicians who think it's their job to set a wage. This should be dispensed with. This entire argument is a line drawn in the sand, the difference between real progressive leftist communists and those who believe in free markets and free people. By the way, the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, said if the federal government raises the minimum wage to $15, we will lose 1.4 million jobs. Just saying. Easily. Your, your phone calls are next. 804-464-3553-464-3555. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Patriot Energy. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30-40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Aunt Jemima has changed their name. We know this now, right? You can't call them Aunt Jemima anymore. Or Uncle Ben's. Uncle Ben's is changing their name. They have a new name. So Aunt Jemima was a, uh, it flowed off the tongue. People knew him very well. Now they're going to be called Pearl Milling Company. What about Mrs. Butterworth? She was a slimy, buttered up white woman. I mean, is that going to still be out there? It's, it's, That's it's good syrup. Man. It, oh, it's incredible. <laughs> this is an outrageous thing. This is so ridiculous. Now they've, they have, uh, they've worked hard to change their name to this this new brand of Pearl Milling Company. Milling Company. Pearl Milling Company. That just, it sounds so 
let me run out and get some of that. Instead of you go pick up some Aunt Jemima, now you got to say, will you pick up some of that Pearl Milling Company? Yeah, that's going to go over well. What a, who did that marketing? <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Why change something that's working because of political correctness? Will anyone ever just stand up and go, no, stick in your ear? We're How is it politically incorrect? It was exactly it right. politically incorrect. There's nothing wrong with it. Aunt Jemima's been around for 100 years. I mean, Uncle Ben, too. It's laughable. Now, whether you send someone to the store, send your kid to the store, your teenager, pick up some Uncle Ben's rice. I never knew what converted rice was. Converted from what? But anyway, Uncle Ben's converted rice. And what Pick does that me mean? up a box. What does that even mean, actually? Converted rice. I wonder if it's going to be pearls. Power? It's going <laughs> to exactly. be pearls converted rice. All right, coming up, uh, Winchester has a new gun ban. Winchester, Virginia. Yeah, that's you would think there's something seriously wrong with it, and there is. Wait till we tell you about it because we have Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League to discuss it with us, and he's brilliant when it comes to these type of things. Also, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There's a little COVID fun for you. Remy has a cool, really cool video at, at theleebrothers.com you'll like, and Tucker Carlson is challenging the narrative on January 6th. You'll like it, I promise you. It's theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. All right, coming up, your phone calls on Philip Van Cleve, 804-464-3553, 464 3553. LeeBrothers.com, com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5 0. Mojo 5 0.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. After the bottom of the half hour, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, friend and brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. You're getting clo- right. you're closer to me than no, you used to right. be. Yeah. I, mean, I can seriously. reach you from this seat. Just remember that. All right. Phone lines are open. 804-464-3553. Winchester, Virginia bans guns at its city-owned properties. The opening line of this article about made my head explode. Here's the politician. Listen to this quote. Why do you have to have a gun everywhere you go? Unquote. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, why? Because I want protection. That's why it's that simple. And who are you to tell me otherwise? Joining us right now to talk about this is the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, Philip Van Cleve. Hey, Philip. Hey, guys. Thanks well, clearly us. that councilman, hey, that councilman clearly knows he's omniscient. He can tell <laughs> the day that he needs a gun, and he will carry it on that one day. Uh, well, you and I would avoid the issue altogether that day. But, uh, yeah, you don't know when something's going to happen. And the fact that he implies that somehow there are magic places and magic times where nothing will happen to you um, shows a, you know, pretty much a zero maturity level on his part. Philip, these are the kind of statements that literally I, I just want to talk, talk to these guys and go, what, what do you mean? Why do I have to have a gun everywhere I go? Who are you to say I can't protect myself at any point, at anywhere, if I want to have one? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you see, I'm not sure what, again, they don't really live in, in the real world, people that talk like this. They don't. They assume that, well, why would you need a gun if you're attending Virginia Tech? Well, people in 2007 could give you a very good answer. Exactly. Uh, yet, if you, you know, and, and we can go on down the list of grocery stores and, and malls and, uh, every, you know, just you name the place, and at some point or another, some loon is, is attacked people there. So, here, so um, yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. I mean, what Winchester has banned guns on city-owned properties. It went right down party lines. I find this interesting. Seven to two vote, seven Democrats, two Republicans. The two Republicans voted against it. One of the Republicans on the city council, the vice president, said, I think it's really important for us to protect our citizens and our staff. They did the opposite, didn't they, Philip? Yeah. Tell you what, I got an alert coming out today. You want to hear the opposite. You know, if you want a little glimmer of hope out there, Christiansburg, one of their uh, town council members says, well, maybe we should do gun control too, like Blacksburg, maybe not quite so bad. And everybody else on city council said, not our town council said, no, but hell no. And they, they flat out said no, and they told them to drop it. And that was the end of it during the, during a council meeting. So, um, you know, yeah, there's hope out there. There are people that understand freedom and liberty. There just aren't many on city council or in, in Winchester. That's nice. <laughs> no doubt. The funny thing is, you you hear these guys, when you listen to people in Northern Virginia like Fairfax, that was like, oh, we need to be consistent with the counties or the localities around us. You know, they've already passed this kind of gun control in Alexandria and Arlington. So we need to be consistent and have the same thing. They, they didn't bother wanting to be consistent with 95% of the state that's not doing any of this. They want to be consistent with the tiny percent that is. Then you get little old Winchester. Well, who are they being consistent with? Nobody around them surrounding that entire area is doing this. So they're off on their own being inconsistent. Yeah, no no doubt about that. So I know you've been following this because as, as president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, you're very concerned when the General Assembly's in session – and we've always said the best form of government, it's the one not in session because we're we're typically much freer when they're not there doing stupid things. What stupid things have uh, have caught your eye on the GA this year? At, and uh, what good things? Anything good, Philip? Uh, just some minor, minor good things. Some, some, some of the better things got killed, like um, at least getting an exemption for permit holders from the local gun control. I think we now have. 10 or 11 localities that now have local gun control out of 190. It's a fairly small number. Yeah. Right. And we're hoping to keep it, keep it small. That would, but that died. Um, now what's out there was a bill. The others are kind of minor. Uh, one of them, if you, uh, you know, get an online concealed carry class to get your permit and you, you, because of COVID, you couldn't get your application in before January one, one of the bills will extend that to March, to March 31st. Um, you know, not, not anything to cheer about. On the other side, there's all kinds of, well, look, last year at this time, there were over 60 gun control bills alone. This year, there were 11. Um, and that's because it's an election year. November 2nd, we get to throw all the bad people out of the House of Delegates, as well as get rid of the governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general. So we have a chance to do some serious cleanup, and they know that. So they're keeping their heads down. But uh, they still have some relatively bad bills in there, uh, but nothing as bad as they had last year. They didn't, they didn't even come anywhere near touching 
uh, semi-automatic rifles this year. Not not at all. <laughs> I completely ran away from that out of fear that uh, they would be demolishing the poles if they did it. A sem- and they would. The threat of uh, a semi-automatic. I love it. That, sounded they, like real progress yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, a semi-automatic rifle. Didn't want to come near that. That is that's every firearm. It's amazing how that that terminology could scare someone. A semi-automatic. Turns out it's just about every gun out there. Well, and the revolver shooters might say, well, you know, I don't have a quote-unquote semi-automatic technically. And my answer to them would be, wait a minute, as far as the government's concerned, what's the difference? You pull the trigger once on your semi-automatic, it goes bang. You let go, pull again, it goes bang. Now tell me how your revolver is different than that. Exactly. And they won't have an answer to that. Um, You know, and those of you with these shotguns, that they're going to call weapons of death to throw 30 missiles of, of death out there, one trigger pull there after your gun too, and those the sniper rifles and bolt action things, they're coming for you. So, but uh, the things that are out there, like they want to extend <clears throat> how long the government can take to do a background check for a gun, gun purchase. Now remember, this was sold to gun owners as an instant check. Don't worry, gun owners, I know we're going to do a check on you, but it's no big deal. It'll only take minutes and then you're good to go. Well, sometimes it can take more than minutes. It can take hours and on occasion days. Right now, the limit is three days. And after that, the dealer is free to go ahead and sell the gun because the government's just taking too long to do their job. Oh, okay. Uh, and they want to extend that to five. Now, what that does is it takes any pressure off the government to get the job done in yeah. a timely fashion. No now doubt. they can drag their heels and stretch it out to five days. Um, so they want to do that. They don't want to know. Well, they also put in a bill. We can't carry in, in, on the Capitol grounds at all. We can't carry in any government building that's owned by the state. Uh, we can't, uh, uh, carry, in fact, even around Capitol Square, 9th Street, Broad Street, on that little part that's by Capitol Square, uh, Bank Street, all of that, uh, Governor Street, all of that, uh, would be a no-go zone if that bill passed. Well, I'm sure the uh, bad guys, Philip, some... I'm sure the bad guys will, will buy, obey by the law too, right? I mean, not just us. The, won't the bad guys do the those, same thing? You know they will. Those signs work. Don't, don't you know that? In fact, I was thinking that they should put up no COVID signs, and then when we walk in that area, we don't need masks. That's incredibly great point. Anything. We can... That's a great idea. That's, a, that's actually a great so, analogy. It's just a smart. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's just as smart as what they're doing. So, so they're doing that. Um, and uh, what's interesting, though, is I think they may have banned themselves from having guns in their own homes if they're a delegate or a senator because it says wherever, uh, you know, the legislative business is being done, they can't have guns. So That's a great point, too. Up. That's hilarious. <laughs> so have you seen, have you seen, I know you have, but the H.R. 127 at the national level by Sheila Jackson Lee. Crazy Sheila. I mean, th- this woman will impose licensing, training requirements, and fees uh, as far as you can see. Essentially, she's neutering the uh, the right for you to protect yourself. Yeah, she's, she's literally off her rocker, and she has been for years. I mean, she's really entertained to listen to, but she contradicts herself and comes up with this crazy stuff. But, yeah, oh, yeah, the, she was going for the whole enchilada. Um, but, you know, and I think governors need to pay attention to that because right. at the end of the day, the gun control crowd says, yeah, hey, that's pretty cool. That makes sense. We don't want to take your guns, but we want to take your guns. Um, and that's exactly what the, what the well, bill she, does. Well, she, uh, she also thought the flag was planted on Mars instead of the moon when, the, when she was at uh, NASA I'm, years I'm ago. I'm telling you, 
I'm using the word crazy Sheila. But it's not <laughs> you did it on purpose. It's, <laughs> it's accurate. So it's accurate on purpose, which has been one of those things. Philip, thanks, man. <laughs> always, uh, always good to uh, to hear from you, and uh, thanks for the work that you're doing at the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You nice thanks, Philip. That is the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, Philip Van Cleve, a truly great American. All right, you're free. All right, your phone calls uh, next. 804-464-3553-3553. LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Live free. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You get frustrated with trying to explain the simple first principles of America to people who have no interest? After the recent elections and direction of our country, don't you wish we had a simple way to educate citizens about free markets and free people? So do we. That's why we use Prager University. At PragerU.com, you will find the most crystal clear, informative, four to five minute videos on nearly every issue you have ever debated. The Lee Brothers endorse ideas, principles, and America, and no one explains those things better than Prager University. At PragerU, free videos, free minds. PragerU.com. That's PragerU.com. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. You know, it's uh, it's unbelievable that the Second Amendment is not just number one for so many politicians, but once you get in that role and you're a uh, government elitist, you really have a disdain. And the founders knew this. I'm reading the Federalist Papers right now, and I'm not only am I reading them, but I'm actually taking a college course on them. And it's, it's really interesting how the founders knew that once politicians in any of the three branches of government got enshrined and felt comfortable, that they would have a down view of the citizens. And so the founders said there's two ways to prevent tyranny. The separation of powers where the executive looks at the judicial, the judicial marches the legislator, they, they, they cross each other. And then you have federalism. Everything essentially left the people in the states. But once you get there, and the founders knew this, this is why right now the Second Amendment is so maligned. And you have to actually argue with politicians about one of the amendments in the Constitution. That's what's unbelievable to me. That why, how could you, if you're a politician, don't you uphold the Constitution? Instead, you want every turn to, to without. They the, seem to want to uphold this part, but not that part. Right. Or this Certain sentence, parts. but not the whole paragraph. I mean, how long do you think it's going to take? California, they're confiscating weapons. Uh, I, I saw a news clip. They took three semi-automatic twenty-two caliber rifles away. They called them assault rifles. They really aren't assault rifles, but they took them away from this man. And they gave him a receipt. Wow. Let's go shoot my receipt this weekend. And uh, he has to go to court to try to get them back. That's wrong. 
it's I un- mean, it's how un-American. long do you think it's going to take to come across the country right. and land here in Virginia? Because things that happen in California eventually land Well, here. the same politicians are in our General Assembly building. I mean, there's no difference yeah. between them. Same people. I mean, same the same people. ideas, and they're probably cheering the state of California for doing this. You know, it's I mean, a- these it was almost like these police officers were hoping this man was not going to just hand over his rifles. Yeah, they, they wanted to fight the rumble. Yeah, they wanted to fight. Yeah. I said, "Hey, is, is, is no problem. I couldn't do that. Here. I'm going to give you the guns, but I don't understand how you can come to my home and take them." Because no, I'm can. telling you, you want we a war sent here. You want? I'm, you cannot. You have that. a civil war. I don't understand this land. I don't understand how. I, I, the police, how do they sleep at night? I mean, if you had to go do that, wouldn't you have a problem with it? I'm not doing this to a law-abiding citizen. Doesn't Exactly. I mean, how could you possibly do that? It, it's concerning. That's why I'm glad VirginiaCitizensDefenseLeague.org is there because you would get the alerts if you were signed up. Go sign up at VCDL.org, VCDL.org. Sign up for their alerts, be part of the organization, and you will never miss out on what's happening on the attacks on your freedom and the Second Amendment, which are alive and well. All right, a woman who used Gorilla Glue on her as hairspray considers suing the company. They have a Gorilla Glue that's a spray? I didn't know that. I want some. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. It's probably very sticky, sounds like it. But it's Gorilla Glue. For hairspray, I mean, you would think your hair would stay like that for at least a week or two. This woman went viral with the video. She used to spray on this this uh, other glue holding. It's called, I guess, uh, some kind of, um, I forget the name of the thing. It's called, oh, got to be glued spray is what she used to be. Got to be glued spray. Got to be glued. It's a, it's a hairspray, and she's spraying it on her hair. Well, she ran out. Is she in California by chance? <laughs> I mean. She ran out, and she grabs the Gorilla Glue, sprays it on her hair, <laughs> And and this is her reaction. At, at this is her on her uh, Facebook or Twitter feed complaining about it. Hey y'all! For those of y'all that know me, know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. What no. a value! It's not by choice. You when I do my hair, I like. Well, hang on a second. Hang on, hang on a second. Where, what did you think was going to happen? This lady. What do you think was going to happen if you spray glue? Something called Gorilla Glue that obviously someone in the household must have been using for familiar something. Familiar with. <laughs> right. You know, somebody had to know. You know what's funny about this? Is she is everything. Consider- <laughs> <laughs> She's considering suing the glue company. I mean, on what grounds is the Gorilla Glue company at fault? This is what is another problem with our country. You're going to sue them for what? Because you you used a product that was meant for something else? I mean, that's like saying, um, you know, I tried to cook, but I wasn't using a pan. I just threw it on the stove and uh, burnt my house I down. burnt my house down. I mean, what is wrong so with I you? I had to go get more super glue lip gloss <laughs> because mine burned up in the fire. So she built a GoFundMe page to sue Gorilla, and she's got $13,000. People gave her money for this. Wow. She continues. Shit off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad 
idea. <laughs> no, no. Yes. I applaud you for realizing that. <laughs> My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times and it don't move. Stiff wear. So it works. So let me get this straight. It's called hair clippers. Shave it off. Here's the thing. It turns out that the Gorilla Glue does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's working. (laughs) It works. You don't spray it on your hair. Now, here's what's interesting about this. In case you don't know, and I didn't really care until I actually looked up, she's a black woman. Oh, I didn't didn't realize that. Don't really, I guess. Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Unless you're Sonny Hostin, who is one of the hosts of The View. Here's what she tweeted about this. Now, until this point, did you ever consider any kind of racist elements of the story? Was you were thinking Gorilla Glue might be? Here's what Sonny Hostin said. So many are being dismissive of the Gorilla Glue girl. Given the Gorilla Glue girl. That's how she's known as. She could do commercials for Glue. <laughs> Given the history of how black women are targeted and still battle the per- persuasive belief that our natural hair is unprofessional, please show her some grace and understanding. Are you? Okay. So Gorilla Glue sat down in a board meeting, and they said, let's make a spray. I'm sure a black woman will put it on her hair eventually. We'll all get a kick out of it. That's insane. That's so, crazy. So Sonny is letting us know, since we're kind of laughing at this and having fun, that black women have been targeted and still battle this. They've been targeted and still battle it. Well, Sonny, thank you for bringing us right back to the most racist thing you could possibly think of. I mean, is everything racist now? I mean, seriously, everything everything, everything, everything. is racist. Some woman uses Gorilla Glue in her hair, and you go, don't forget, black women are targeted. They can't be. They're Scott and Richard, stop it. They've been targeted. This is outrageous. I guess that's why we're saying goodbye to Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Right. Now we should be saying goodbye to Gorilla Glue, apparently, who is, is responsible. You must understand, Gorilla Glue is responsible here. They did, they did everything wrong. They put it in a spray. They, they made this woman buy it. They had it right beside her spray bottle that she was using. They made her go get it. They made her spray it on her hair. They made her miserable. Gorilla Glue is responsible. Isn't this the normal way of, of things happening? I mean, Apparently. I mean, that's the bright, bright side of it. Her hair has stayed the same for 30 days. Yeah, why is that a problem? I thought that's why she used that stuff. Isn't it yeah, supposed to be I think so. a positive more than anything? It could be. I mean, I, I who knows anymore? Mark Warner, what do you Fresh think? fruits and vegetables, oh, okay. uh, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> Maybe they should put tuna fish in a spray can. Then he could make his sandwiches on the run. All right, your phone call's next, 804-464-3553, 464 3553 the LeeBrothers.com, Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo 5-0. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. 
Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Patriot Energy. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30-40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second. Only when necessary. And that is a wrap of another week with the Lee Brothers and in honor of Doc Thompson, who ended his show every week, every day with what we learned today. It is Richard Lee. What did we learn today? Well, let's see. Uh, Gorilla Glue will have to put a disclaimer on their <laughs> spray package that says not for your hair. Incredible Dummy. good point. One thing that you did not know and did not learn today because we didn't tell you is that we invited two liberal Democrats to join us and they disappeared, never joined us. So what we learned, that no one is going to join. Well, every week we're going to try to get some of the disagreements with us and it's been difficult. That's what we learned today. There's a new uh, books. You've seen these yellow books that said, you know, a, you know, a book for idiots. There's going to be a Gorilla Glue book now. Have to be. Have to be. We also learned that there is an amazing president of a college in Bluefield, Bluefield College, that makes his players stand for the national anthem. That is good news for everyone. That Bluefield College president. We learned that Philip Van Cleve is a truly great American and a good friend. VCDL.com. Check it out. O-R-G. VCDL.O-R-G. So we also learned that it's .org and not .com today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. We also learned We also learned that our new Richmond mayor, not new, but our Richmond mayor has an equity agenda. He thinks he should set wages for you. Him. We what learned else? from uh, Mayor Stoney that the pandemic widens the gap between the haves and half-nots. Exactly how, we don't know. But you could call Mayor Stoney at his office and ask him. We also learned that Mark Warner, Mark Warner is just looking for an argument with no one because no one disagrees with what he was saying, but it's a good try, Mark Warner. Exactly. Thanks for joining us today. We enjoyed having your company. Be sure to be here next Friday from 4 to 6. We are the Lee Brothers. Have a good night. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.